0: Hi, I'm Farooq, and this is my Sensibility Podcast. In the six months since my last episode, the podcasting landscape continues to evolve and is edging toward a subscription-based model. For now, I've decided to keep this cast free of adverts and any costs. It continues to be driven by questions I get asked and problems encountered by some of my clients. As we wade through the pandemic era, I can't help but feel that COVID-19 has exposed so many inefficiencies in our society, injustices of the past that we keep kicking down the road. It's raised questions about how we work or commute, where we live and who we serve. And that there's no longer any hope of returning to what we once called normal. So the gloves are off. There are no sacred cars. And whilst many of us resist the urge to hit the reset button and take a fresh look at things from all angles, we really have no choice. And I think this is best done sooner rather than later. More computers have been sold in the last 12 months than have been in the last 5 years. And this has resulted in a global chip shortage with so many new home offices starting up and many of us forced to embrace new technologies and do things in new ways that were previously unthought of. Today I'd like to chat about social media. And whilst the topic has come up in previous episodes, I've not unpacked any of the platforms in any detail. And I still see an incredible amount of waste online. I silently wished the selfie era would end. Gosh, why some people would take a picture of themselves and show it to the world is still something I don't get. One need only look into a mirror to satisfy vanity. And the smartphone was meant for greater things. So let's start there. Most people today have a phone that connects to the web. A great device for making calls and sending messages, which is what most of us use it for. And its power is multiplied when we install apps that allow us to do almost anything from forecasting the weather, to translating languages, finding our way around, connecting with others and staying in touch, shopping, and of course, accessing information and sharing it with others. And then there's social media, which is now a critical part of the way people in most walks of life communicate. And a key part of how work gets done from companies who use it to screen potential candidates to governments who now routinely collect social media profiles as part of the immigration process at the heart of the matter social media allows us to do at least four important things firstly to discover new ideas and trends to connect with existing and new audiences in deeper ways Thirdly, to bring attention and traffic to our work. And lastly, to build, craft, and enhance our brands. And social media also changes all the time. So it's important to keep up with the evolution as the platforms develop and keep looking for ways to optimize our use of the available tools. So let's look at a few platforms and how to get the most out of them. And I'd like to begin with LinkedIn. I once asked a room full of professionals, Who's on LinkedIn? and all the hands went up. And I followed up with a question and asked, Who knows what you're doing on LinkedIn? And I think one or two hands were raised. I haven't personally obtained any value from the platform, but it remains a magnet for people wanting to change jobs. The truth is, LinkedIn works best if you use it as a career management tool rather than a job hunting tool. The key is to maintain an online network of people, people you know, want to know, people you should know, and this requires attention and a thoughtful and deliberate approach to expanding your network and increasing your sphere of influence. Also keep in mind that LinkedIn offers a premium tier which is very useful as it allows you to email people directly and connect with recruiters. So look at pricing options. Next up is Twitter. And while the number of characters may have changed, Twitter remains all about instant connections and sharing your ideas. It's a great medium for expression and is highly conversational. The instantaneous nature of Twitter means that you are able to firstly know in real time about developments in your areas of interest and two, share, comment and be part of a global conversation that extends beyond people you are friends with. And this I find particularly useful when I'm following a story online, cutting through the clutter, extracting facts and making connections between events is a skill and allows us to form opinions rather than adopt one from a news channel. It's also a very useful platform as most company or government announcements today will use Twitter as a chosen platform before any others. With the largest number of users, Facebook is a worldwide phenomenon and is both loved and hated by companies and your cousins. It's the most powerful and influential of all the social networks, with over 2 billion users. I seriously question that number because I manage several business pages and have run numerous advertising campaigns with very mixed results. It's a great way to connect with family, friends, and friends of friends, and remains mainly a personal network for most people. But it's useful for business and professional outreach as well. It's also the platform credited with spreading both information and disinformation. So it's not the place to get your news, unless you're following a respected and reputable news page on Facebook. Facebook Live allows you to broadcast instantly around the world, and can be a very useful tool. In addition to journalists, businesses have been using live to share behind the scenes content, uh, do employee Q&As and other events too. Like most platforms, Facebook offers privacy settings for your content, so you get to decide who sees what. I am always in awe, as most people ignore these settings entirely, and are sometimes surprised by who sees their content. If you take one thing away from this cast, please visit your page privacy settings and tweak them. And remember also not to post anything after two glasses of wine. So in summary, Facebook allows you to, number one, connect with influencers in your field. Two, share articles and other items that show the world your interests. And three, help shape what others think of you. And of course, just because you post something doesn't mean everyone will see it. Facebook's algorithms determine what content is shown to whom. And depending on your privacy settings, there are an an evolving array of factors too. And these can include how relevant the content is to your audience, predictions on whether people will comment or share, and judging it against other content that is available on show at a particular time. This is particularly relevant to small businesses. Unless you are Nike or Apple, and you're spending a few thousand dollars a day on boosting your posts, you may reasonably expect to reach 1% of your following. Advertising on Facebook, and I speak from personal experience, leads you down a slippery slope. And as soon as you stop spending money, The algorithms are quick to pick this up too, and none of your future posts are shown to anyone. So building a marketing strategy around social media pages exclusively is an ineffective way to reach your audience. One of the shortcomings of Facebook business pages is that you're unable to engage with members of the public who follow your page, unless they engage with you first. And this presents a number of challenges Should you wish to reach an audience with any regularity, an email newsletter would be a much more effective option. Our next platform, also owned by Facebook, is Instagram. And it's built around images, videos, and captions, and has recently grown to just over a billion users worldwide. It's increasingly a part of the business world, and if you or your business are visually driven, Instagram should be a part of your marketing mix. Any company aimed at consumers, including travel, leisure, real estate, health and beauty, fashion, will do well on Instagram. And remember that great pictures are easily shared. One of Instagram's useful features is the ability to hashtag or associate your post with a number of categories, I think you're allowed up to 30. And this makes it easy to be returned in search results or to gain exposure as people often browse a hashtag. And when tagging, remember not to tag contacts or companies unless your post is very relevant to them. Um, This equates to cyber squatting. And when tagging to a location, remember not to use your residential or business address for security reasons. Features like Instagram stories, which allow you to tell well, a story using multiple photos or videos, are ways to use Instagram in a business environment. These stories last for 24 hours, which means the time frame should be something you consider when you post. Most of the time, you're better off creating visuals and graphics that can be used on multiple platforms, and you increase their shelf life. I found that stories reach more viewers than an ordinary post as they appear appear at the very top of the screen and allow users to quickly browse through them without visiting an account. And much of what you see on Instagram is produced with professional help. And your ability to replicate their scale and success is unlikely if you're working on your own. So seek the help of a professional who understands aspect ratios, when to post, how to engage, and generally understands how to interpret the analytics that the platform provides. These general guidelines will help you get more out of your social media platforms. There are many others with more niche audiences, and like all things, they constantly evolve. Some platforms favor business, others are more popular with celebrities or members of our youth, And I'd like to end the cast with one that's experiencing incredible growth at the moment. I refer, of course, to TikTok, which has been the most downloaded app for a while now. With its entertainment appeal, its fast pace, it's informative, educational, and just very cool all around, and attracts many characters who are drawn into the challenges, TikTok allows users to express themselves in a variety of ways. TikTok for business is where you can unleash your brand's creative side. It's an immersive world where there's an audience for every voice. And no matter how big or small your business, no matter what you're making or selling, it's a great place to discover and also be discovered. And finally, a word of caution. Keeping up with the various platforms and coming up with multiple things to post to a regular schedule can be exhausting. Sometimes taking time out to analyze what others are doing, what your competitors are doing, can be a refreshing way to reevaluate what types of posts are most suitable for your business. And I'd like to conclude by saying, don't feel you need to be on every platform. Choose the ones that make sense to you, your subject areas and your schedule. And what's common sense in real life is common sense online too. I hope you found some of this useful. And if there's anything else you'd like me to cover or expand on, please drop me a note. My email address is in the show notes. And until next time, take care of yourself. And if you can, someone else too.